You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. All Paws Pet Talk is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code PAWS10, P-A-W-S, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. And now live in the studio, it's the All Paws Pet Talk call-in radio show with a valuable knowledge and expertise of our panel guests. Ready to take your calls. Listen for the phone number so you may call in live. Take it away, panel. Hello and welcome to All Paws Pet Talk. My name is Annie Greer. And my name is Brian Patrick Clark. And that is known as my radio husband. I just came up with that uh, terminology before we came on the I, I air. like it, and, and if you hadn't said it right before we went on the air, I would have even done a tremendous amount of surprise, but instead I'm going to feign surprise. What a funny thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, Brian Patrick Clark, the man with three first names, is my radio husband, and then someone pointed out my real husband also has three first names. And a much more impressive one because he has doctor in front of those That's names. true, so maybe he has four. You are listening to All Paws Pet Talk, and what is our aim of this show? Our aim is to educate a lot of pet lovers out there, but also to entertain. And, now, and, and please, don't leave out illuminate. And illuminate. <laughs> yes. And uh, Brian has picked a word of the day, animal-related, <laughs> yes. which he is not sure how to pronounce. And, and so. I would appreciate any input, because recently we addressed the topic of llamas versus alpacas. And, and it suddenly occurred to me, in, in my wandering way, that two L's in Spanish is, I believe, a Y almost all the time, if not, in fact, all the time. So is a llama actually, in Spanish-speaking countries, a llama? And so if you know, what I want you to do is actually <laughs> communicate back to us. Yes, we do give you that opportunity. And you can do that online at Pet Talk at live.com so pet talk at live.com a show is only as good as its audience and we know we've got the best out there so we must be the best show right brian well well we'll certainly aspire to be okay so if you know whether llama should actually be pronounced yama we would like to know or even if you just think that's an absolutely ridiculous question to posit Please feel free to respond in that fashion. <laughs> and I'll be sure to give that email address out to you a little later. We have some great guests, as always. Uh, the first one that we're going to drag on the air with us, Brian, <laughs> is Kathy. Now, Kathy actually has, when I tell people about the job she has, I don't know anybody that's not just jealous as heck. Because it doesn't sound like work, and that is the secret, is to have a job that really doesn't seem like work at all. So you're curious, right, what she I, does? I'm beyond curious. I'm, I'm champing at the bit. Well, let us not keep you in suspenders any longer. Oh, I'm so sorry, suspense. <laughs> but indeed, let's go to the phone line and welcome Kathy. So hello, Kathy. Are you there? I am. I am. How are you both? We're extremely well. Well, I am. I can't speak for my husband, although if he was my true husband, we always do. So he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> well, he's good. Okay. <laughs> well, that is good. So the two of you did not wake up together in the same house? Uh, no, absolutely not, because I would, okay, make cool. sure that I would make sure he shaved first, which he has not done. <laughs> I'm doing that Hollywood chic thing of about 30 years ago. And as oh, you know, my gosh. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, wish I this week I could see you. <laughs> 
And I should explain to the audience before we talk any further with Kathy that uh, Brian Patrick Clark is, of course, a Hollywood star that now has chosen to reside <laughs> in <laughs> sunny Florida. Hey, don't joke. There are going to be a lot of people moving from California to Florida because I blame them. Florida is open for business. I heard yes, that from is. our new governor. Florida is open for business. <laughs> so we're going to have this rush of Californians. God yes. help us all. Kathy, let's get to you, though, because you are the important guest. And, oh, really? Uh, I want you to tell everybody about the job that I know everybody is going to be jealous about. Well, I think uh, most uh, people that are jealous are of the uh, male uh, gender because I test drive cars. I've been doing it for 10 years. So I test drive manufacturers' vehicles every Wednesday for 10 years. Every week, there's one or two vehicles dropped off in my driveway and my responsibility for those seven days is to drive the car. And, you know, that's such a chore. So I get a tank of gas, and I have to report on it at the end of the week, either television, radio, um, newspapers, or, um, you know, any form of uh, media. And that's my I responsibility. I can see that Brian is already jealous. but I'm, I'm beyond <laughs> jealous. I'm aghast. <laughs> Kathy, do you actually get paid to do this? No. And I will tell you how I get paid. And this is why it is, you know, it's, it's a curse and it is a blessing. Wow. What I have to do is promise the manufacturer 300,000 viewers, listeners, uh, readers. And so, therefore, it is my responsibility to get it into a magazine and a newspaper. And then I depend on those people possibly to pay me. So this is not a job that you have full time. This is a job that I have done for years while I've um, kept my ad agency going. And then the last couple of years, uh, you know, started doing a radio show and a little bit more national magazines and was starting to pay the bills. So really do it full time. And, and uh, Kathy, I know I people out. are going to think, well, this is a pet show. What on earth has that got to do with pets? I don't care. I don't care if I've got someone fun to talk to. I'm going to talk to them anyway. But I, I should explain um, that if they go to your website, which we're going to um, let them know about in just a second here, uh, you do actually also make sure that some of those cars are suitable to take your dogs, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, because I chose to set up the business to be a lifestyle review as opposed to a road and track or something very technical, I um, take the car, the manufacturers like it, I take the car, and I test drive with my dog and my daughter's dog. So I've got a, a yellow lab, and then my daughter has an English bulldog, which, you know, you can only imagine how much spit and slobber is in the car after that. So <laughs> well, I, I was going to say, I don't want to purchase that car. How do I know I'm not getting the oh, car that you just had your dog Oh, my store. gosh. I might as well just, you know, I bring paper towels, and, oh, my gosh, it's disgusting. But... I will, you know, so there's a smaller dog, and then you have the large dog, and then I'll, you know, maybe I'll take a neighbor's dog if they sign off on it. And then I evaluate the car, how it's best for the pet. And it, it's really kind of simple. You know, using the, the correct safety uh, hooks and uh, restraints for them, and then uh, what where the kennel will fit in the back. I mean, if you think about it, Brian, there's just so many vehicles that would fit a kennel, and that's why so many of these new cars, like the Nissan Cube and, um, you know, the Subaru Forester, I would say, and the Honda Element, they're kind of squared off in the back. So yes. the kennels will fit perfect. And then well, think of so this, many of the Kathy, 
Yes. It's, it's, it's wonderful that you're pointing this out because it drives me nuts, no pun intended, yes. when I see people, and let's say they and their passengers are all strapped in safely with their seatbelts as required by law, right. but you've got a dog bouncing all over the car. In oh, the yeah. event of an accident or even just stopping unduly short, your 40-pound dog, let's do mass times velocity square, weighs how much at 40 miles an hour? And you can be strapped in your seat, and that 40-pound dog can take out anybody and everybody in the vehicle, irrespective yeah. of whether or not you're, you're, you're seat belted. You know, when he, said mass, when he said mass times velocity squared and said, let's do that, I'm thinking, let's not. Because <laughs> no, no kidding, and my calculator's in the other room, so I got nervous, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the old energy, you know, the oh, old right. energy equation. Okay. Yes, yes, and you've got to remember that uh, that, that, that lovable little animal slobbering all over you suddenly becomes a flying missile equivalent oh, within the confines of that vehicle. So, Kathy, i got to ask you, because yes. I know uh, a lot of people probably wouldn't think of taking their dog for a test drive. Uh, that's, <laughs> that sounds wrong. I know that's come out wrong, but you know what I mean. No, 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 I totally uh, understand. <laughs> so, do most car dealerships, do you think they would appreciate having, uh, and I'm here to test the car, and uh, I brought, you know, Fufu, who is incontinent, right. but I brought <laughs> Fufu along for the ride, too. I'm just wondering how they'd react. But that being said, if yeah. you were going to uh, an average family car, now I want to I specify car as opposed to SUV, minivan, yeah. right. SUV, that right. kind of... a sedan, a sedan, a, where it would have two you see, or you four can tell doors, I'm, right. Obviously, I don't test drive cars for a living. That, I can't even describe the okay. things. So what would your number one choice be? Well, you know what? I kind of, I like a larger sedan, and it's not that you can fit the kennel in there, but if you have the proper latches for, because there's a, there's a company out there called Bark Buckle Up, and this woman's whole goal is all about safety for pets, and she works with the car manufacturers to make sure that the same latches we put our children and grandchildren in with their safety car seats, that the, uh, type of restraints for the pets fit into the car is perfect as well. So let's say we take a Toyota Avalon, which I consider a larger sedan, or a Chrysler 300. They don't have to be an SUV, but depending on, and I shouldn't say depending, it doesn't matter what size your dog is, there are restraints out there, and they should be seated, and just like Brian said, so there isn't that same, you know, stop short, and all of a sudden you've got, you know, you've got your lab and your back and everyone's injured so right. i would go with a larger vehicle although i've seen many dogs in mini coopers okay kathy hold that thought if you'd be so kind we are going to go to a quick break we do want to thank all the sponsors of our show and remind our listeners they are indeed listening to all paul's pet talk and we're going to be right back with you after the break because I then want to find out what vehicle you would recommend that is SUV. So everybody, stay put. You're listening to All Paul's Pet Talk, and we will be right back. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. 
go to petmeds.com forward slash pause, P-A-W-S, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at petmeds.com. There's a movement afoot, shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop shoebuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. Shoebuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code PAWS, P-A-W-S, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at shoebuy.com. Aquariums and pond keeping are among the most popular of all hobbies in the United States and throughout the world. In fact, fish are probably the most numerous pet in people's homes and in their businesses. In Aquarium Mania, we'll learn more about the secret and not-so-secret life of fish and other inhabitants, the basics of good aquarium keeping, the complexities of the aquarium industry, and the science and art that surround this fascinating hobby. I'm your host, Roy Anong, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. Aquarium Mania, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to All Paws Pet Talk. My name is Annie Green. And my name is not. It's Brian Patrick Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Patrick Clark is uh, in heaven right now because he is talking with our friend Kathy, who has just been describing in the first segment how she has this wonderful job test driving cars and she gets a new car in the driveway. I'm in heaven. No, we're not going to do the singing today, remember? We're not. And much as Brian and Kathy would like to sit and chit-chat about cars, um, I want to know what, which cars are best for dog owners. And we discovered during the break that apparently I do have a language problem. Well, I don't think I've got I was going to say, this was not a discovery, Annie. I thought it's that, not a language problem per se. It's specific to this nation. Because <laughs> I was trying to f- describe a larger car, and in England we would call that a saloon car. apparently it's a sedan driving around in your saloon Uh, and it's a a sedan here sedan oh sedan not sudan no no no, not not the country in africa i'm gonna write that down sedan okay so now that we're kathy please bear with us while we teach the remedial spelling component of the show (laughs) i know i'm still worried about the llama (laughs) yes yes yama so uh and don't forget listeners out there you can participate as well we want your comments as long as they're nice and your questions and you can email those to pet talk at live.com and let's see if we can get some interesting guests like that on the phone if you know of any rescue groups out there and so on so back to the we've moved on from the yes we're now with sedans and we're with kathy and we're going to try to find out animal preferences i've got a question though if you had a choice of one vehicle kathy that is the most dog-friendly on the planet, what would that be? Well, um, and smart on the part of Honda, they designed a Honda Element, and it literally has a badge on the side that says dog-friendly, and it has a dog paw. Uh, Very smart. It's about $2,000 more than the regular Honda Element. It is, they call it, it's a pet lover's accessory uh, group, and it comes with a ramp. So if it's, you know, 
a little bit older dog having a little problems getting in and out of the cargo area or, hey, whatever, I'd like a ramp to get in my car at this time in my life. So it comes with a ramp and it's hidden underneath the, the cargo area. It's, it's really, really cool that way. It has a built-in, um, I want to say a built-in hutch, I call it, but actually what it is, is it's the cage. It's, what do you call it, Brian? Uh, but uh, you know, I'm before. having trouble. I'm hung up. Hung up. Pardon me. Hung up. You're hung on up on the flesh. ramp. Yeah. You, well, no, I'm I'm on the hutch still. I'm thinking, what is that? The china cabinet within the vehicle, or what? You know. The <laughs> but hutch. I brought it to the saloon, and when I took it out of the saloon, I had a hutch. It <laughs> right, is right. the um. And then suddenly, Starsky <laughs> appeared. You said, "Where's Hutch?" <laughs> Where's Hutch? There was a good dog movie. Anyway, let's go on from that. You can uh, safely take your pet in the back. It's a zippered in compartment for your pet and it has a built-in water dish for the dog and the upholstery is all done in a vinyl that you can literally take a hose to the uh, floor because it's, it's not carpet on the floor take a hose to the seats and the floor and just you know take get out all all the junk like if you have that so it's like a mini kennel you. i was yeah, just thinking kennel. you know what that's great for kids word. don't you think I think it's people with kids should have one. Kennel. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to put you on the spot because, Great. as much as that sounds like a practical wonder of cars, um, I'm not sure someone like Brian, who being Hollywood type, very there, that is so. uh, very. You know, very slightly more vain, maybe. maybe Shall I yeah. break into Carly Simon? No, please no, don't. Thank you. Uh, Let's look at a sports car now, because I, I don't know that a lot of men, and I'm right. going to be sexist there, would actually like to drive around in that sort of hearse-like vehicle, right? right? <laughs> You're right. Nothing wrong You're with right. Honda, and we don't want to get sued by Honda. It sounds no. like it's great for the dogs, but if you want to look cool, right. if you want to yeah. drive around in a... And i got to tell you, I do look cool, Kath, because I drive around in a minivan. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're looking oh, at a menopausal you are, sports You car. are just a woman. You're just a, a girl magnet. What can I tell you, Brian? <laughs> what can I say? You know, the chicks know. follow me. So, I I, now listen, I'm serious. If a guy was to okay. be in a sports car with a bulldog in the front, that is a chick magnet even if he's covered in drool from that yes yeah okay yes yeah so what is your choice of sports car for the dog lover um i say it's whatever your favorite sports car is now i uh, my everyday driver which um annie that means the car that i drive every day not not every day because i have a, a manufacturer's car but the car that i own is a 2002 thunderbird which was the retro that came out in '02, and it's a convertible. And I prob I put the yellow lab in the restraint, and now there's no back seat, and this is wrong, and I'm going to tell you why. But I do for short trips. I put the dog in there, and I can't. I mean, people stop me everywhere. The dog loves it because he's getting all that fresh air, not just out the window. But um, my brother has a, a convertible, um, you know, Corvette. And he takes his terrier in that also restraint. And for people who don't realize this, dogs are safe with airbags in the second row of seating. They are not safe in the front because if that airbag goes off, unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, you'd be okay. But 
the dog would probably no. have some form of... Uh, well, you know, that's very good to know. Now, I need to put a disclaimer out there because as my husband is the veterinarian, uh, yeah. we dissuade people from allowing their dogs to ride with their heads oh, out of the too. window or in the rushing open air because they do tend to get things in their eyes. They're not as... I don't know what... Oh, <laughs> they don't see things you coming know, Andy, or, or what. That's very interesting. So. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna make a note of... A note of that, and I'll probably have to put goggles on the dog then. Okay, I've got yeah, it. Yeah, and that'll be even cuter. And I'm still digging on the Suzanne Summers image from American Graffiti with the um, the the Thunderbird. That's it. That's why I. That's actually why I got it, Brian, because I really I am kind of a throwback to that era. So having that T bird, and fortunately, I haven't put a lot of miles on it because I drive uh, the other cars. It has the hard top, obviously, with the bubble, and right. then the. Um, Top down, and I do live in Arizona, so we do have some decent weather year-round. So there are a lot of, um, here in this part of the country, we have a lot of convertibles. And here's another thing, Annie, which is kind of sad, is we have a lot of pickup trucks. And we see dogs quite often just in the back of these pickup trucks with no restraints at all. And those are the ones that when I get to a traffic light, I give them... Uh, an earphone. What for? Okay, we're going to close out this little segment with you now, Kathy. Uh, with I would like you to share your website address for everybody to go and view you and your Thunderbird. Okay, and uh, the address is obviously uh, www two for the road USA, and that's t w o f o r the road USA dot com. So two for the road USA. And, Kathy, you've been a marvelously interesting guest. We want to thank you, and I hope you'll come back soon and talk to us again. I would love to. Thank you so much, Annie and Brian. It was, um, have a great day. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Folks out there, we are coming back after the break with another couple of great guests. I promise you it's going to be fun, so don't go away. Great Pets Radio is brought to you by Pet Care RX, America's most affordable pet pharmacy. Pet Care RX offers the same meds as top vets, but with a savings of up to 50%. So go to PetCareRx.com. Use promo code GPR10. GPR, the number 10, and receive $10 off orders of $50 or more and free shipping on all orders over $35 at PetCareRx.com. At Petco, we really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code PAWS10, P-A-W-S, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. If you ask the question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take a back shot. I reach a mention. I need time, I need love, I crave attention.
Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Hello, I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guess you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw on the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, my name is Annie Greer. And my name is Brian Patrick Clark. And you are listening to All Paws Pet Talk. If you've been with us since the beginning of the show, you will know the last story was this rather hilarious, but if you actually analyze it, not so funny story. Yeah, hilarious and horrible about at the same time. A guy who was caught trying to smuggle 18 monkeys in, in the pants of his trousers. Uh, well, pants well, around, of his... around his waist. Where's he had some thinking, would... how big was this man's waist? Right. So well, I see we have another language barrier because I realized I said the pants of his trousers. I meant the underpants of his pants or whatever you call them over here. Annie, you I, know which I, bit I we're talking even, about. I can't even venture right. forth on that but one. It, it made me think of a funny story. Um, I had this crazy idea once. Well, I have once. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this have was the emphasis, once. One crazy idea once okay. that I'd always wanted to open a petting zoo. And we got this opportunity. My poor husband oh. decided to go along with me. Not willingly, I might add, no, but I'm, he did I'm nonetheless. And um, anyway, one of the exhibits we had, because I really did want to educate people, was a tiny flying squirrel that I had hand-reared. It had been found in the middle of the road. You know, there was no uh, choice but for me to help raise it. And I would take it around the schools and teach the kids about this squirrel. Right. And all of a sudden, I'm in the, our exhibit, and I notice that Simon is missing. That's Simon, Simon the Flying Squirrel. No, Simon no, the Flying okay. Squirrel. And I see this guy acting very weird, right? <laughs> and he's trying to leave the building. And it's not that I actually stare at people's crutches, but um, <laughs> I noticed there was well, some... When the crutch is moving, it's unusual kind of, yeah, I, I suspected you're going there. And seriously... I realized straight away that Simon was in this guy's pants, right? And probably not of his choosing. No. And so the first words, and I swear to God this is true, out of my <laughs> mouth were, do you have my squirrel in your pants? <laughs> I did not add, or I, well, we know the rest of that saying, well, right? But do you know you can hey, get where's... away with this because of that English accent? And you know, he tried to deny it, and I'm like, I can see something squirrel. I can see something, I can see something squirming around in there. <laughs> I think you have my squirrel in your pants. And you know what? Because I was ready to remove said pants, right? I don't yes, care. Yes, you know, absolutely. that's my baby it. that you're trying Be to bold. kidnap. You're trying to kidnap yes, my baby. Yes. And so he said, oh, like he's surprised, like, Oh, wait a minute. I think you might be right. I mean, <laughs> oh, gosh, you didn't know. So I just thought, you know, when she was telling us that story. All right, that is enough frivolity. It's a very, <clears throat> it's a very funny story. Thank you. And Simon probably breathed a huge sigh of relief oh, when well, you got you him know, out from this guy's I don't even want to think. All right, enough visuals. <clears throat> yes. So I, know, I, I heard on the radio when we came in um, 
all the advice about getting flu shots last year. Yeah. I actually got swine flu. I Did brought that back from the United Kingdom, <clears throat> and it was wow. really kind of bad. And so what a lot of people don't realize, so I thought we'd introduce this serious educational segment to yes, the program. That is part of the um, yeah. A lot of people don't realize there is actually a new virus out there, and by new I mean within the last four to five years, of canine influenza. Okay. And this is not something you can catch from your dog. It's a virus-specific to within dogs. So okay. I thought, let's get a veterinarian on the phone who can tell us all about that. And That's so veterinarian of choice was Dr. Alice Stewart, who uh, is kind enough to work with us at one of our clinics. And uh, she knows a lot about this. So I thought we'd go to the phone lines and find out the scoop on canine influenza. So hello, Dr. Stewart. Welcome to All Paws Pet Talk. This is Annie. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. So tell us about canine influenza. First of all, we want to make sure it's not something that people get from their dog. It's not like swine flu. Um, it's no, within dogs. that is correct. It, it is a viral strain of the flu, and it only affects our canine species. Some of the symptoms that they do have is it produces a cough, and um, they get kind of a runny nose, but the most of it is a productive cough where they actually cough up stuff. So that is the, the big thing to watch for. And now what dogs can get this? If they're exposed to the virus, what percentage of dogs can contact it? Well, 100% of dogs are susceptible to getting this virus. About 80% will show signs, and so that means that there's a 20% that are left that have this virus but never show signs but are yet able to transmit this to other pets. And that's what I really wanted to emphasize. I don't think the public understand that 100% of dogs are going to be susceptible to this virus unless they have been vaccinated. Correct. And the, the vaccine helps reduce the severity of this clinical signs that we do see and get them protected so that when they do have this cough, we are able to kind of jump on top of it and help them out in that nature. Now, this is a relatively new virus, so uh, I, think, I believe it's been around five years. Where did that actually originate from, and, and who should get their pets vaccinated? I believe that if your pet is coming from a shelter or going to a doggy daycare or even getting groomed or interacts with even your next-door neighbor dog, that we get them vaccinated because, this, like I said, there's 20% that are going to lay silent as a carrier, and even though their dog is showing no signs, you could very well transmit it to your dog. And so you would get kind of the unwanted signs that we don't want to see. And I know in our clinics we've insisted on doing that because I'd rather explain to people why we're doing the vaccine rather than explain to them after their dog can potentially die from the complications of pneumonia from this, why we didn't do the vaccine. And so I, I think it's really important that we emphasize that. Now, does the vaccine have to be boosted? It does, and it requires, there's two vaccines on the initial visit, or you get one for the initial time, and then two to four weeks later, we will see you back for a second booster, kind of like any of the other boosters that we booster through puppyhood. Um, but then from there on out, it's an annual vaccine. Great. Dr. Stewart, I want to say thank you to you for giving us some of your precious time. I know that you're very busy today, but I really felt this was an important thing, and it kind of ties in with people tend to think of flu season with people being now, 
But actually, this canine influenza is year-round, correct? Correct, yes. And it's very important, especially here in Florida, where we don't have the freeze-thaw cycles that we do protect them year-round for that. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Stewart. We appreciate all the information, and uh, we look forward to you being a regular guest on All Paws Pet Talk. Thank you very much, Annie. Thank you, Doctor. See, Brian, a lot of people just don't realize that it did not if you take your dog in for boarding. Right. It can happen if you're meeting in the right. street. It right. is a, one of the most highly contagious viruses that we've seen. Now, can it happen? I'm just curious. <clears throat> I've never seen a dog who, as it's being walked, doesn't sniff. Yes, sniffing yes, the ground. Yep. I mean, can they Airborne pick it up particles. that simply? Yes, wow. it can. So... I don't like to finish the note on a no. It's not sort a downer. Of a, it's a, a downer, it's a but a, on an information thing. So again, um, it's been the quickest hour of my life, Brian. Hopefully, the oh, listeners will agree with us. Week, I know thanks. I say that every week. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you have been listening to All Paws Pet Talk. We are here to illuminate, educate, and entertain. I think we need to come out with another e word in the middle of that. Uh, we are going to be with you throughout the nation. Uh, many days of the week and don't forget you can always listen online as well the only thing I have left to say Brian is thank you for listening and cheerio and thank you Let's Talk Pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com <laughs>